For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, we're here in South Alabama at the Senior Bowl Charity Golf Classic, joined by Ozzie Newsom, legendary tight end, legendary general manager. Thanks for giving us some of your time here. And I guess as an evaluator, and that's what Kyle and I, we, we, we do draft coverage, we study the NFL draft, we scout these players. What is the number one piece of advice that you can give to an evaluator? Uh, find good athletes. At every position, if you get a good athlete, you got a chance. You know, you can talk height, weight, and speed. You can talk competitiveness. You can talk smarts. But if you get a good athlete, somebody that can bend their knees and change direction, then they got a good chance of being a good player. Can I piggyback off of that? Because when, when you watch film for a really long time and you understand what the Baltimore Ravens were for so long, you kind of got a feel for, like, who those guys were for you guys. Could you talk a little bit about some of those pillars of what identified that you got to check these boxes? Well, again, you know, we, we always go with the highway and speed. You know, it starts with that. But then uh, we like good competitors, guys that compete. You know, when the play away, what is that guy doing? You know, uh, play side. All of those different things is – you know, anybody can evaluate when the ball is in their hand and when the ball is getting thrown to them. But what happens when the ball is not a pole, they're not a part of the ball? Those things will show you a lot about their intangibles. You know, that's really interesting to me because Kyle and I, we like to get into the weeds. We like wide receivers that block. We like running backs that block. We like corners that tackle. Yep. Is there a particular player in your history that you scouted and maybe even brought on to the Ravens where you really appreciated what they did away from the football that made you want to get them? Well, uh, you can begin with Ray Lewis uh, in that my very first draft in Baltimore is the way he ran to the ball. I mean, relentless every time, whether he was there to make the tackle or not, but he was always going to be around the party. You know, he, he was always looking for the opportunity to, to get there and would find a way to get there. So that extra effort showed up on every play. He didn't take plays off. So what's really interesting is, Kyle and I, we've, we've talked a lot about just how the, the NFL is trending more towards 11 personnel, right? And you see how the NFL is going to evolve from there. We're thinking that you could see teams starting to get a lot more 12 personnel going, and we see the Ravens, a team that's always valued the tight ends, a really good group this year. Is that kind of the, th the thought process there? Is, is zigging while everyone's zagging? Well, you know, uh, what it does with Greg and what John has done is they've realize they assess the talent that we have who are the better players and put those players on the field I mean we love to be you know four wise but if you don't have four wise that are better than having two tight ends on the field then you got to put two tight ends. but then you know we got a real good fullback in uh, Alan Ricard uh, you know we got to get him on the field too so you put your best people on the field that gives you the best chance to win can you talk a little bit about that marriage between front office and coaching staff and obviously with a lot of organizations across the NFL there's so much turnover so it's really hard to have the stability that the Ravens have had a chance to experience throughout your tenure and now Eric so can yeah. you talk a little bit about how those dynamics you can marry them together well it's been two coaches well you know three was Marcia Broder was there for three years 
then we had Billet, and then we've had John that's going, I think, into his 14th, 15th year. So, you know, we have an understanding, but we have a, I have a, and Eric also have appreciation of what the coach's job is, and the coaches have an appreciation of what our job is. So that matches, you know. Hey, who, who plays on Sunday? That's the coach's decision. That's not my decision, it's not Eric's decision. But you know who we're drafting? Yeah, we take all the inputs of the coaches, but we also we take as much input from our scouts. So that's how the marriage works. I'd, lo I'd love to hear you expand on that a little bit too, because we have a staff of six guys and we divide the country amongst the six of us. So it's a smaller team. But still, from, from our perspective, we do presentations on players regionally uh -huh. where, where I'll scout a guy from the Big Ten and present him to the group and we ask each other questions. How, especially in your shoes as a general manager, mm -hmm. How is that flow of information work where you're obviously with so many things that are, you're responsible for, how do you get the clarity you need from your scouts? How do you get the, the essential information to know exactly well, what you need to make I a mean, decision? Having done it for over 20 plus years, you know what questions you need to ask, you know. And, and you have a group like we do that have been together as long as we have then you know what, they know, they can anticipate what we're looking for. You know, what we want a corner to look like. What would we want an offensive tackle to look like? So they can anticipate those questions and they can have those answers before they get into meetings. You know, we, you hear general managers talk about guys that love football. So we hear that a lot. We heard you talk about athleticism. What are some of the other non-negotiables for you when you're evaluating players? Don't get in trouble off the field. You know, hey, you know what? Respect the game, respect your teammates, and don't get into trouble. If you can do those three things, you got a chance to be a Raven. When you look at this draft class, you know, the Ravens, 14 picks or something like that, just a tremendous amount of draft picks, which is really interesting because you're seeing a lot of other teams maybe not value the picks as much, but the Baltimore Ravens still do. You know, can you maybe talk just a little bit about how those dynamics in the NFL are shifting where teams are hoarding picks and then there's other teams that want to give them all away? Well, you got a salary cap. I mean, yeah, I have to uh, applaud what uh, Les did with the Rams. I mean, it's all about what is your formula to win a Super Bowl. Their formula was that you go out, get uh, many really good players, put them together, and make that one-year run, and now Stan Kroenke has a Super Bowl. I mean, that's what it's all about. So there's a lot of ways of doing it, but we, be, we believe in building through the draft. This is the first time that we had six fourth-round picks, you know, and, you know, to be able to have – good players on your roster for four years at a cheap number at some point we'll have to pay them some of them you pay and some of them you let go but i applaud the way the rams have done it and but we believe in the way we do it because i think it sustains longer can i ask you how the dynamics of this year's draft class might have impacted that decision to hoard those picks where obviously you had some players that had an extra year of eligibility because of the yes. covid year and you had this massive surplus you know, our our board we had like 50 plus players with like round three and then another 50 with like round four valuation so that that yeah. surplus was that yeah, that we, a big factor for you we guys? felt like the draft was strong in the second and third day and so being able to acquire those picks uh helped us to be able to say hey normally we'd be in the uh third and fourth round and we'd be like god you know we, we got to take this guy a little bit early this year we were like okay here's this oh we got another one there for us too because of you know the, the COVID year and all of that can we wrap this I mean, last question I have for you is Kyle Hamilton. Yes. We, number one player on our board. Okay. Get, what was he, the 13th, 14th pick or something 14th like that? 14th pick, yeah. I mean, surely you, there was a level of surprise that he was there. But what do you – I mean, a, a talent like that, how does, how does he get that far down the board? 
I don't know, but we ran that card yeah. in real quick. You know, we never thought we were going to get him. Uh, we had signed Marcus Williams uh, from the Saints. We had uh, Chuck Clark. We got Brandon. So we had some safeties. You know what? But when you know one of your top four or five players on your board makes it to you, then you turn that card in in a hurry. And he has not disappointed us. He's one heck of a football player. Ozzy, last question that I have for you is pertaining to somewhat with Kyle Hamilton, but also Tyler Linderbaum, the other pick that you guys yes. made in the first round. You know, there's kind of that debate regarding positional value and safeties maybe in the past not being a premier position and then into your offensive line versus offensive tackles. You know, how how much of this for you was, hey, we're just going to draft good players and they happen to fit areas that we have visions for who those guys can be for Baltimore? We rank the board based on the player, not by the position. If he's a good player and he's better than player B, then he goes ahead. So we, we don't get caught up in, you know, where you got to have a corner, you got to have a tackle. If the guy's the better player, take the better player. Draft good players. That's right. Amen. Ozzy Newsom, we really appreciate your time. Okay. Thanks so much for joining us. Kyle Krabs, Joe Murner here All in right. South Alabama. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.